Yeah. Let me clear my throat real quick. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Let me introduce myself. I think we're ready. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Voice in the Pen podcast. Emily and I are really excited today to be chatting with Dead Fox No Groove here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Welcome to the Hello. show, guys. Thanks for being here. Thank you all for having yeah, us. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, we're excited as well. So, I mean, instantly, I've been wondering this because you all have played the Voice in the Pen um, twice, and we're really enjoyed your music but dead fox no groove can you share can you elaborate on on name origin etymology of the band uh, <laughs> the origin of the name i'll take the first part of the story you take i was the gonna second. say i feel like i've taken the story so many times that yeah. gotta, you've like, gotta have answered i'll take a couple the times. first part of the story <laughs> um, so uh me and blake uh we started out uh as like the way that you've seen us multiple times and the way we'll play today um as the acoustic duo um and in this like earlier stage of us playing um we had just been introduced as Blake and Chappie so many times <laughs> so many times and uh after like after the final time i uh locked us into the staff room of the hostel um and He's over it yeah, I was, I was done i was done i was like we are not walking out of this room until we come up with a a good band name um and we wanted something with uh with the word fox in the name and we were like stuck on like something fox like anything like uh we were thinking like garden fox for a minute and then blake piped up and said you want to take it <laughs> i was like if fox isn't gonna be the last syllable of the name it's got to be like Blank, Fox, blank, blank. I was like, just the syllables had to line up. I don't know why, but uh, I was like, I don't know. For example, like, dead fox, no groove. That's so, it. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. It's got to punch you in the face when you hear it for some That reason. was the first one you said then, and that, and they were like, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that, and that, like, line of thinking, like, you know, awesome. like, one, yeah, four words. It was just supposed to be some kind of, like, tongue-in-cheek example of, like, just how I wanted it to sound, and Chappie was like, that's it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. First try. I mean, I think it's a great name. I mean, I think it's a great name, too. I was going to tease you a little bit because you had mentioned bluegrass earlier. It'd be like, like, Fox on the Run. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Uh, I like Dead Fox No Groove much better for, for a band name. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was, it was all this man. All this man. This guy wanted us to be scheduled breakdowns. I think that's a good band name. We weren't happy I think enough. that's a good band name. Not you know what? Anybody watching, if you want to take the the name bed, Scheduled Breakdowns, take a you, know, you got it. Oh, yeah. Hit this yeah. guy up for the rights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, theoretically, we could also go with Scheduled Breakups. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how you all collaborate. You've been working together for a year or two now, it seems like. Is that about right? Yeah. yeah since year and a half. November of 2021. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right on. So closing in on the two-year anniversary. Yeah. And, um, we going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard he, I heard he's going to write you a new song. Oh, <laughs> I'll actually be pretty Where happy did you guys that. meet? Because um, you, I mean, you look like you could be brothers to me, but I, mean, I know you're not, but um, where we, did you guys meet? We met, met, like for the first time at Barzar, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Blake was running sound for an open mic mm -hmm. that night. And uh, I... Yeah, I, I was like all alone in 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 the world of Wilmington, and like walking <laughs> up there with my acoustic guitar and just playing in a, a, a uh, an original song. And then um, at the end of it, uh, they did not have enough time for Blake's 
uh, Blake's performance. I, I didn't mean, even get to play an Ariana song. He was, he, was promised, <laughs> he was promised a set at the end, and like Sean walked up to him and was like, nah, man, sorry. <laughs> that was messed up. Yeah. Thanks for running sound, but no Benny for you. Yeah, no, no. And then, uh, and then at, uh, but we were all like, you know what? We want to hear Blake play. And uh, Blake just played his uh, his songs outside of Barzar in the patio. <laughs> and um, we had a mutual friend at the time, Olivia. And we just met, met in passing at the point. Um, but then we uh, we both went to Olivia's birthday party like three days afterwards. And that's when him and I like actually met, realized that we were both like kind of chasing the same dream. And then uh, and Blake was like, come over to the hostel and kind of see what we're about and, you know, and uh, we can throw some ideas around. Yeah. yeah. We got so, to work immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Sounds gosh. Like it. I mean, <laughs> and and your, your relationship, like, you know, seeing seeing musicians on stage is one thing, and you can glean some things from, from that about their relationship, but just, like, watching you all since you've walked into the building today, you know, like, you pick on each other, you know, <laughs> but, you, but it's evident that you work and you work well together. So how does your writing process go do you both contribute to lyrics do you both do you play Blake I guess maybe before I go down that road mm-hmm. do you you obviously play other instruments because you mm-hmm. made guitar strummy he was playing at least air guitar at Barzar in the yeah. parking lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Very least. actually funny enough the way that we first started performing together we would actually play guitar and like sing a little bit together yeah Most two of, guitars yeah and so uh, like after a while it was very apparent that I wasn't going to be able to really like provide like much in terms of like my guitar playing because I'm not like super crazy guitar player but we were both just basically playing the same chords like I was just kind of like struggling to keep up just remembering the chords enough so uh, I was as a natural drummer I was like I think I should just fall back to percussion and we should get like a cajon or something Uh, and it instantly opened up the amount of songs that we could play like to basically unlimited, <laughs> just as yeah. many songs as Chapman can remember uh, <laughs> that I can just follow along on Cajon. Uh, but I mean, maybe in the future, we might kind of come back around and revisit that, but it's just way more tangible to have me like on percussion right now. Um, but we like pretty soon, I honestly want to start singing again in the band and, but it, singing and playing a full drum kit is a little more difficult than Cajon. But mm-hmm. when we play like our acoustic sets, I'll sing along with, mm. but uh yeah, it really just kind of depends on how things will go, you know. Mm-hmm. So, how do you collaborate together in the writing process? Then, is it is it more do you one of you do more lyric or more music, or does it how does what comes first? Uh, it tends to be like I, I tend to be like the lyric heavy one, mm-hmm. um, but that's only because like we've only written what like three songs when we've been together. Like together. Yeah, yeah. Like probably like, like three um, songs. most of the songs that we've like that we play are just songs that I wrote like back in the day mm-hmm. and uh Dead Fox No Groovified. Um, yeah, we've kind of like <laughs> revamped like maybe the changes or like added new sections and stuff yeah. or just like little There've things. There've been m- like multiple times where like, you know, I'll be like, "What do you think about this?" Um, you know, "Do you like this song? I wrote this a couple years back." And then like Blake will be like, "I really like that." try this chord and I'm like oh my gosh that yeah. opened up like this whole sound you or, know or I'll, or I'll just like suggest maybe like a different line to the song mm-hmm. or something you know just yeah. like some different lyrics like something really similar like oh I thought you were saying this and then it'll be like, like well what I if I did say like that? that better <laughs> we were talking with a songwriter Emily and I were talking with a songwriter yesterday that said you know half the lyrics in my 
writing that are good or because I'm I'm mostly deaf in one ear and I mishear things all the time and I like what I misheard so I write it down. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that adds up, yeah. honestly. That does. That yeah. does. And we were writing earlier today and and uh CB's like, "Well, tell me the story behind how you got your guitar." And then he like, he's like, "I got the line." And he said it and I was like, "Oh my gosh. You do have the line." <laughs> Every now and then a blind squirrel does find a nut. It happens occasionally. <laughs> so Blake, were you writing Prior, do you are you a songwriter as well? Like, how do you how do you feel? Like, where do you fit in that outside of being? A, I think you said a natural percussionist. Like, mm-hmm. so that's that's a like dig. So, I, I like the percussion vibe for sure. Thank you, thank you. Well, I, I definitely gravitate towards like rhythm, drums. Like, I just have very little inhibition when it comes to drumming. Like, as long as I've had like enough time to really just come up with a composition and just you know rehearse a song, I feel more comfortable playing drums than anything. But I do. Uh, write songs, but I'm just not super, um, I'm not like super, super comfortable, I guess, with my voice. I just feel like I have a really high voice and I, I would prefer like a song, like in my, in my mind, like the way that I like a song composed is just like the way that my vocal range sort of fits. I hear it sort of more on the top of like stuff. So I have a lot of fun like recording music and adding like lots of harmonies and like layers and stuff. Um, but when it comes to just like hearing myself as a storyteller, I'm still kind of like working towards that. Cool. I, so, I think we all are, <laughs> you know, like everybody's working on that. It's, it's just sort of, uh, I don't know. It's just hard for me to get over like the rut of just like hearing my own voice and just feeling like comfortable enough to just like put that out there mm-hmm. like forever like, they're on the internet like you know on Spotify. <laughs> I or... keep pushing them. I, yeah. I swear. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 add. We'll nudge a little bit. We're as working well. on it. Yeah. Working. There's there's a good handful of songs that a lot of people have heard me play that are mine and that we were originally uh, playing through Dead Fox and like, it's earliest earliest stages that people like still push me to record and put out there for people to listen to. But it's coming back soon. alone in my room. Say, there it is. There's the answer. So yes, room. Blake is a songwriter. I just yeah. you know. <laughs> we gotta get you on Voice in the Pen. Oh, so oh yeah. yeah. I would. Yeah. I would be down for that one. Oh, my <laughs> Good. Good. To but know. terrified nonetheless. Are you available next Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> Pull out my calendar real quick. <laughs> and Chapman, what about you? As you're in your writing, do you hear the music first, the lyric first? Does it vary? What what's what's kind of works for you? It it does vary. Um, like there are. Uh, um, like sometimes I'll, uh, come up with like a riff, um, and that, uh, like just kind of manifests into an, an, an entire song. Um, and then other times, like I'll just start with like a chord progression that I like. Um, and, uh, as like I'm going through the day, just like in random moments, I'll think of like a cool moment that could happen in a song. Um. Like uh, uh, my favorite example is uh, is in the, a song that we wrote called "Talk to Me." We're not playing that today, um, but uh, in it, I like I have this moment that I had on my phone, like just written in my notes for the longest time, and it was like I say, like change your frequency, and not the key of the song, um, but like I've been playing an E minor the entire time, and it goes to E major. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, it was this super cool moment. And, uh, and like, I just had that in my like head for the longest time. And as I was writing, uh, talk to me, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the perfect place to put that. Um, so like it, it, it'll be like, it'll almost be like, I'm like just going throughout my day and get like a puzzle piece. Mm -hmm. Um, and that could be a chord progression. It could be 
a cool riff or like a lyric in my head and like write it down and then go home and like sit with them and see like maybe how they fit together and stuff. Do you set aside like a time to do that on a regular basis where you're like time you've got like this treasure trove of things that you've collected? Yeah. Ideas, lyrics. I've I've tried. Um I sadly am not one of those people that can just like uh call on inspiration Mm -hmm. like it it hits when it hits Mm -hmm. and like sometimes it'll hit like a truck and like a six minute song that has like you know 300 words in it um or (laughs) even more um can just be written in like a day um whole book yeah yeah a whole book and then other times like there's this one chord progression that i've just been sitting on for maybe four or five months now and I still like it still stumps me to this day <laughs> I feel like a little bit of that magic is sort of like when you can let the, the music write itself like mm-hmm. when the song kind of suggests what you're supposed to do you have to become mm-hmm. a conduit you know like mm-hmm. let it speak with yes. like through you mm-hmm. and not be like I want to do this you know because then it just won't it won't come mm-hmm. you know if it's helpful I had a chord progression that I un- unknowingly sat on for 10 years and then I had these lyrics that I had written, and about six months after I wrote the lyrics, I was sitting on the couch, like, beating my head against my guitar, going, how am I going to find the chord progression for these lyrics? And I just started playing this thing that I'd played for most of the time I played guitar, and I was like, oh, <gasps> they go together! <laughs> I love those moments. Love those moments. But yeah, yes. It was years. worth the wait. The most, the most dopamine rushing through your brain. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once in the brain. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> I definitely feel that. So, What's next for you all? You are you wanting to play outside of Wilmington? You mentioned the dream. What's the dream? Can you can you articulate the dream yet? The dream, the dead fox no groove dream. Um, uh, my mantra, my personal mantra, has been: I will travel through music. Mm-hmm. I want to like, I want to be like stable um, and go see the world and like travel with dead fox. You know, yeah. um, go play to a bunch of people and. Uh, make people cry, make people laugh, make people dance and mosh like and a, stuff. <laughs> two two shows a day, five shows a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. two shows a day, four nights oh, a week. Four nights a week. Easy money. Yeah. <laughs> flopped on the Arctic Monkeys. This is reference. why I don't like <laughs> to sing because I can't remember the words. So. Yeah. <laughs> Especially not to a cover. That's not happening anytime oh, soon. Sorry, guys. I, I, I think it's way easier to sing my originals than as covers by a long shot. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, Me covers have to resonate though. Like in order yeah. to in order to work. Like mm-hmm. if the, I mean, I've been asked to cover Britney Spears, and I'm like. Yeah. Have you heard my voice? You want me? You want me <laughs> Are to do you that? sure? <laughs> the goal is to keep people in this venue. <laughs> Hear me, baby, one more time. Like it's like right. a whole. <laughs> like Ed Sheeran does it, but it's a different vibe. <laughs> Jared Michael Klein does it too. Yeah. <laughs> I that doesn't surprise me, Brittany. I'm not gonna lie, bro. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, that would definitely that would definitely put some funk in the middle of of what what you all do would be yeah. a very big very big interesting uh juxtaposition it's yeah, gonna have to be like word. toxic era britney though like yeah. i was gonna say toxic <laughs> i grew yeah. up on that stuff <laughs> that's so good oops i did it again yeah so what brought y'all to wilmington why wilmington you want to go first? Or? Wilmington brought me to wilmington i didn't even know where wilmington was before i decided to move here like two weeks before 
Like it was just, uh, I was, uh, I was actually living in Dallas, Texas, uh, a while back, about over a year and a half ago. And, uh, I really wanted to move to Hawaii. I was on this like total Hawaii kick. Like I wanted to go, uh, actually do a, like a volunteer position, uh, at this retreat center that was like a vegan retreat center where I would have been cooking and gardening and, you know, cooking what I was gardening and also teaching people how to go vegan. And I thought that would have been something really cool to do. And, uh, this was back in the middle of the pandemic when Delta was like really popping off and everybody was like getting really sick coming down with that at the time. And uh, I actually caught it and I had to cancel everything. I'd spent like three months planning this all out and uh, figuring out what I was going to do there, like where I was going to go, who I was going to meet. I'd already made like pen pals out there and uh, just had to cancel everything and back to the drawing board. What do I do? And I had used this app called World Packers to figure out all of my accommodations when I got there and to just kind of give me a launching pad, you know, like after the first few months where I was going to go from there was all just kind of up in the air. But, um, after I had to cancel everything, I opened that app back out and, uh, I was like, well, maybe I can find something, you know, domestically within the U S maybe go to like Colorado, go work on a hemp farm or something. I don't know. I've done that before. And so I thought it would be maybe a cool thing to revisit. And, um, I had an unread message in my inbox from the former owner of the Stella Maris hostel. And his name's Joe. And Joe was like, Hey, we found your profile. You seem like a cool person. You know, you're a musician. Like we've got tons of music out here. Come on down to Wilmington, North Carolina. And I was like, where is that? And like <laughs> pulled up a map <laughs> of the U S and, uh, just decided to come here on a whim. Wow. And uh, yeah, I have been here ever since. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of songs in that. And, and you've, Pro- yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, and you mentioned the hostel. So um, I'm, I know about Stella Maris, I know where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like there's like, it's a steady maybe flow of musicians that r- kind of roll in and out of there. Is that? Yeah. So we have a lot of like traveling musicians that were just coming through the Stella Maris hostel when I had first gotten here. And it was a big reason why I like decided to investigate the music scene here a lot more. So I was working there at the time volunteering. And uh, after being there for a few months, the owner Joe informed us as he was trying to sell the business to somebody else uh, who had backed out at the last minute, um, he was like, well, you know, this is now kind of off the table. So I guess we're going to close the business down and break up the the beds and sell it and be done with it. And uh, me and my co-owner, Q, because I now run and own uh, the Stella Maris Hostel, was like, hey, man, maybe we should like, you know, take the hostel over. Like, maybe we should just run it, you know. And so we worked out a financing deal with the uh, the owner, Joe, at the nice. time. And became the owners basically like overnight. It was kind of crazy. And so now you have a record uh, studio, mm -hmm. recording studio. Yeah, now you have a recording studio called Maris Records. Okay. And uh, we pretty much just like rolled all the energy over from that endeavor into this, and now we run both of these. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) That is super cool. That's something I'm glad to know because we all talk to a lot of different musicians coming into Wilmington to play shows and that sort of thing. So, I mean, everybody, any, anybody that's touring or traveling around, you're looking for like the cheapest, safest place to stay that you can find, <laughs> you Absolutely. know, like save those hundred dollars from the night of, of, of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll definitely send people your way. For yeah. Sure. That's super cool to know. Tra- traveling musicians come check out the Stella Maris hostel. Yeah, love music sure. and art over there. And, uh, we, uh, I really want to, 
start holding more events over there, start doing maybe some like singer songwriter oriented events. We were throwing shows there for a little bit, but it started getting a little bit too rowdy. So we took a long hiatus from that. (laughs) (laughs) We were, our, our eyes were kind of bigger than our stomach on that. I feel like we built like a little stage back there. Oh wow. Had a couple birthday parties. (laughs) There's, there's houses around there Mm -hmm. and we were just playing Drums and electric guitars. And people <laughs> after ten p.m. Yeah. People freaking out downtown. Noise ordinance. Yeah. Chapman, what about you though? How did you get to Wilmington? What, what did you? What oh, uh, I um, uh, my big sister moved up here. Actually, um, she, uh, I have an older sister and a younger sister. Um, and so uh, in high school, um, my big sister moved up here. And ever since then, I had just been coming back and forth. Um, and it became like, and, you know, I've been, you know, playing music, like with my guitar and like writing music for a minute. And so like over that course of time, every time I would come to Wilmington, I would uh, go to a new open mic. Um, and just do something musical, uh, cause it was like new town, you know, like n- not many of these people know me, like I can maybe make a fool of myself on like a stage or something, <laughs> um, with these songs that I'm not 100% sure about. Um, that's how then, I met you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was hosting Bottega open mic. Oh yeah. I still, yeah. I remember the first night you guys came in. I was like, who are they? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's- I have need a book voice in the pen. Who are they? How do I get in touch with them? <laughs> it's like we're Blake and Chappie. <laughs> that's right, that's right. This is this is right when it broke Chapman's back. Yeah. It was the final straw. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming up with a name. Yeah, but uh, then I uh, I graduated high school. I stayed in um, I stayed in Aiken, uh, like my town that I was in for another year, and then just. Uh, Jumped to Wilmington with music in mind. Um, yeah, we probably like related or something. Like a family in Aiken, too. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, for real. I mean, most likely, knowing how South Carolina works, we're probably cousins. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sidebar, true story. I'm in Charleston uh, with my sister and my wife right before we got married, and we had gone to go see Shovels and Rope. Um, play and we were out in downtown Charleston and we went to a, a club briefly and we're out in the street you know making our way home after last call and this person comes up and we like randomly talking and they're like where and they were like oh we're definitely cousins <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 100 percent definitely cousins. <laughs> we oh, need to yeah, pull up a 23 so. and me on that <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out we're actually more like half siblings but oh, it's weird that way oh south but you mentioned bluegrass earlier too when we were talking so is that kind of your roots where did how did you get started playing uh yeah so um uh south carolinian bluegrass roots no i uh I started singing in sixth grade. I, uh, I like, kind of found out I could. Um, and I had been singing ever since, um, like, just doing school shows, like, plays and stuff. Um, and then come ninth grade, I went to a new school. Maybe you've heard of it. Ben Lippin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they have a classical guitar program. There. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was my ninth grade year. I, like, had an art uh like elective or I, I don't um can't remember the terminology for it but i had like an art class that i needed to like fill um and i was like my parents were like oh he sings 
throw them in guitar. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. Um, so I um, I started in that guitar class, um, like, and it was classical guitar, so it was a whole ensemble of um, students. Um, and Mr. Essig, the guitar teacher there, I I think he's still the teacher there too. Um, he uh, had a group of um, seniors that were all in a bluegrass band because Mr. Essig like loves bluegrass and uh, taught like these seniors that uh, like really had taken a liking to music, um, how to like play bluegrass and like took them to Bill's Pick and Parlor mm -hmm. in downtown Columbia um, for like these uh, like Tuesday night shows um, or no, it was Friday nights. Um, and that year they were about to all graduate and it had kind of become like a thing for Ben Lippin to have like that bluegrass band. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to make another band. Um, and Mr. Essig came to me and was like, yo, I know you sing and have a good voice. I would love you to be the like lead singer and like guitar player for the band. And, uh, so like that year, ninth grade year, uh, I like joined that bluegrass band, and that was my introduction into music itself. Like okay. playing guitar on stage, like in front of people. The performance um, aspect. The performance aspect, because I had been on stage before for like acting and like school plays. Our town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But that was like that was like the first like you know actual like music. Uh, like musician experience that that's, I had. That's super cool. Yeah, it was a it was a cool introduction. It might, was cool. Might catch Dead Fox or at least the chappy part of Dead Fox at at, uh, at Satellite one yeah, one Sunday for the Bluegrass yeah. Jam. <laughs> no, it, it's like amazing though, like the amount of um, uh, influence it's had on my sound because like I kind of uh, like dropped the grass part of it and kept the blues <laughs> yeah what's i mean listening to you sing i was like that there's something that's so familiar about your voice in a way but more uh directly like stylistically what you're doing i'm like i can't place it it's like familiar but not and now now the bluegrass thing i'm like uh i see what you did there sir i see <laughs> yeah yeah it's like a mix between blues rock and blues bluegrass <laughs> Very cool. Well, we are super grateful that you came in to chat with us for yeah. a little while today. And we're really excited to hear your music. So thank you for sharing that with us. And, I uh, notice you also have one of your Dead Box shirts on. I oh, do. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. do. Can you show it, us so show that, us the back? Yeah. It, a little, it's little a product placement right now. I don't have an iron. So uh, Fair yeah, this is uh this is the um the abbreviation DFNG in the back. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Shout out Mimi Greer. Represent. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. You'll see uh see like where our latest shows are and you can get a t-shirt. You can come to a show and get a t-shirt. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to listen to you all share your music with us. Look forward to hearing you and seeing you today and then also around town. Uh when uh do you have any big shows coming up later this year in like kind of the June July time frame that you can think of? Um, not, uh, not off 
uh, off the cusp. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're really hoping for something fun for Halloween. Ooh, and, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a while away, buddy. Oh, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> Halloween and also, like, my birthday is August 7th. So, you know. Gotta do something. We, we, we might have to get a show going that, that night. Go. I'm yeah. still going to go see Slightly Stupid on August 6th. Oh, though, so. that's August 6th, isn't it? <laughs> I, heard, so. I heard that there's a stage at Stella Maris, so maybe you could have a big birthday bash there. Where'd you hear that? That's not a thing. We'll be here on the Voice and Pin podcast. Oh, my God. All right, y'all. Thanks for for joining us today, and we're going to listen to you play some music now. We appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Thanks. the middle of the night full moon high not a soul in sight not the corner of my eye she walks into the light Now admit at first I was startled But then put at ease by the sight Caught her outside the bar the other day She was trying to stop a nosebleed Caught her outside the bar the other day She was trying to stop her nosebleed And I tried so, so hard to look the other way But she kept on staring back at me On that night at the crossroads when I looked away And she was gone I found out the devil's a woman I found out the devil's a woman Oh no Got a hold of me She's the only thing that I ever see She's got a hold of me She's the only thing that I ever see
she doesn't even walk around she just glides unnaturally went deep in the woods to try and find a place to clear my mind There she was To confirm what it is that's implied And she didn't even say anything She just kept ain't red The flowers of wine Won't you tell me the deal that I made? Was it an accident or was it fate? On that night at the crossroads when I looked away and she was gone, I found out the devil's a woman. Devil's a woman. Oh no, yeah. In the dead of night, with the full moon high, no soul inside. The devil's a woman. The dead of night, with the full moon high, no soul inside. The devil's a woman. The devil's a woman. Changing secrets of me just hoping you'll find your way back the way you squint your eyes stays immortalized in my mind. Why do I question you and I? So, do you think of me an eighth of the time that I do? Do you let me run freely through the depths of your mind? Watching sunsets freeze in the blink of a night Dancing evasively from stars that fall from the sky Oh, I think about all the times that we spent Driving home through all the roads that bend 
just to spin that extra song with you how's it go again it's been a while since i've heard that tune won't you tell me what we feel is true I can't go on knowing you leave in the end At least just tell me we can still be friends I can't go on loving you if it's just pretend But you can rest easy, that was never my intent I can't go on gazing at the stars in your eyes Cause I just might follow them to where the land meets the sky The chills of January have fallen on this little beach town And here I am calling to see if you're still around Won't you give me a ring Anytime you need a break From the worldly desires Of this place I can't take A mental picture of you Sleeping in my arms That I tend to frequent When I'm reminded that you're gone Put a mask on my face And walk out the door Thankful it conceals What I'm feeling for sure Sing hi and hello To passers-by I've gotten pretty damn good At hiding in plain sight It seems the language I speak has long gone extinct and the more I understand the less I comprehend of this perplexing lie that I choose to lead I'm catching glimpses of myself on the silver screen dealing with things from the past and others yet unseen I suppose life is all about feeling incomplete So won't you give me a twinge Of that completion I crave That will help me keep my damn shrink away If you came back to me, babe Would it snuff out the flames? Would it smother the passions that I feel in spades? Would it kill you to know that those couple of days was the best time I've spent since I left my home state? You're so full of contradiction. And I kind of like it that way You hate to say goodbye And then off you fly away You're a bird that can't be caged 
And I guess that goes to say That if you were to stay Things just wouldn't be the same Oh no I can't go on knowing you're leaving the end At least just tell me We can still be friends I can't go on loving just pretend, but you can rest easy, that was never my intent, I can't go on gazing at the stars in your eyes, cause I just might follow them to where the land meets the sky, I can't go on dreaming about your embrace, to the ends of the world, you are what changed. 